give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay. All right, good. So let me see. What time is it? That took us 12 minutes of technology issues today. <laughs> you're right about... Um, 11 minutes were my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're right in the middle of the bell curve for us. Like, so, sometimes we've like the extreme has been redo the podcast. Yes, we've had it gone. <laughs> so we have had to scratch it that's completely. A, that's at the far end of the curve. <laughs> at the other end of the curve is miraculously we get it right the first time. Yeah, and they're about as rare as you know. Each of those are about as rare. You're right in the middle of about anywhere about ten minutes of tech stuff. We your nailed tech, that. Your tech skills were impressive. Both of you. <laughs> And we're it all to Craig. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're using the mental checklist versus the checklist that we say we're going to come up with every week, and we don't. Right. So we still try and do it from memory. Um, but yeah, cool. Right on. Nice to have you on, Mel. Yeah, oh, this is awesome. You. Yeah, we're, good. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's so great to see you guys. I haven't seen you for a while. This is this is a pleasure for me. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not PTSD. Oh no, not, not <laughs> at all. I, I miss my CrossFit days. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, well, so that was what we were, we're getting. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, for those that don't know, Mel was um, a member, uh, a longtime member of Diablo. Um, I want to say back in the day when we opened up and we were. I feel like you were here prior to me coming on board. Yeah, for, uh, when we were 4,000 square feet. Now we're 12,000 square feet. She was there back in the day uh, working with us and just getting into police work at the time. Um, and oh, really, yeah. And it, 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 there's, there's a, there's a bunch of different stories to talk about. I mean, we could really delve into her background cause she's got a fascinating background, but the part that stuck, that sticks out with me, you know, ironically related to CrossFit was that she had a, she had a pretty severe back injury at about, I don't know, I want to say two years in with us, or did you come to us with back problems? No, well, I kind of always had back issues playing basketball my whole life. Right. Uh, but uh, it was, yeah, it was a couple years after I started there. I had a herniated disc in my back. Yeah. And you and I had, I think, had some issues at the same time. That's right. You were, you were my consultant. <laughs> I thought that was, thought it was the other way around. No, no. I think you were my consultant because we both things. So I rub, I had a, a herniated disc that came from just being stupid with my nephews on a sand dune in New Mexico. <laughs> and, um, but I had the whole shooting pain on discomfort, couldn't lift, couldn't, you know, had even trouble walking without real discomfort. And, but it was those shooting pains you get that, you know, that go down your sciatica that were just awful. And the, um, and you talked to me about the cortisone, epidural cortisone um, at the time. Cause, and so I, I got an epidural cortisone and miraculously, and all the, the reason why I remember you is because you had multiple epidural cortisones. I had one and it worked like I literally I came out of the doctor's office, walked to my car and stand, I remember getting into my car just going, oh, my God, like no shooting pain. Like I get in, I was like, da, 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 da. you know, it was, like, it was nothing ever happened. Yeah, it was. And they told me, hey, take it easy. You know, yeah. how, how did that go? <laughs> and it, 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 it came back a little bit, not a lot. Like I okay. went graduate and, and they told me that it's. The, the cortisone injection is a, it just buys you time. It's a temporary. Yeah, it's temporary. You, it, it's just, it's bringing down the inflammation, mm -hmm. uh, giving you time to heal. Got it. And so from there, I went through a very gradual process of squatting again and doing everything else. And by then, and because mine was a ruptured disc, 
a lot of people don't realize this, the ruptured disc is many times better than a bulging, bulging disc. Yeah. Because ruptured disc, all the material goes out of the disc into the body. And as uh, Dr. Preston told me, he goes, your body consumes that material. It, you know, basically dissipates. Absorbs it, it, yeah, yeah, absorbs it. And there's not the, the pressure eventually is relieved because that material goes away. Whereas a bulging disc kind of applies constant pressure on an mm-hmm. ongoing basis. So how many epidurals did you do cortisone chest? Uh, so I actually haven't had any. Oh, so you didn't do any? No. So maybe, I was, maybe, <laughs> maybe I was your consultant. <laughs> the other way yeah. around. Yeah. I, I didn't want to correct you while you were talking, but I haven't had any, but it was always on the table. You know, it was like right. one of those things I was constantly trying to work through and I really wanted to um, try doing physical therapy and some other things before. It's, it's always there though. It's, it's a, something I still manage on a day to day basis. And, um, but I, I distinctly recall when I was going through some of my worst times and I was seeing my physical therapist, he told me if you hadn't been doing CrossFit, you would be much worse off. And, uh, because, you know, the strength that I had, um, gained and, and the other, you know, the stability exercises and right. stretching and, you know, Jamie making me, you know, roll out on a, cross ball and doing all those things I didn't want to do. Um, I was in a better position, I think, to heal. And, Were you sitting but, a lot then when that, when you had that issue? I seem to remember maybe patrol cars sitting. Yeah. I feel like patrol yeah. cars were yeah. it's always an issue with the utility with the belt and everything. It is. And I was, you know, I was young and I was I was commuting from Clayton out to Berkeley every day. Oh, that's oh, right. Shoot. Yeah. And um, and then I was, you know, I loved I loved being a police officer. So I just wanted to be in my car all day, be out in the street. 10 hours and be doing my thing hustling. And, and that's what I did. I wasn't really, I wasn't realizing that all the sitting was really putting so much pressure on my discs. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot and uh, you know, like I said, still managing it now. And even now, with, even now with, with uh, if I'm in the car for more than 30 minutes, I sit on a wedge. Yeah. I sit on the wedge. Okay. Even with my newer seats in the, yeah. in a newer car, I thought it's the ab mat right there. Is that what that is? Yeah, <laughs> Your is, wedge? That is my wedge. <laughs> so, and it's and it just keeps me in a better position because as soon as your knees get above your hips and then your lower back arches starts out, starts to do the yeah, butt wing, and I can sit like that for a while, like without yeah. pain. After after about an hour or so, I'll start to feel it when I'm sitting. But it's when I get up. Like, so you get, and all I can imagine is like a cop that's been in the car for like two or three hours and they gotta, they gotta go chase a bad guy getting out of the car. I'd be on, I'd be on my knees going, okay, hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Do some stretches really quick. Let's do a warm up real quick, guys. (laughs) It's not very practical. Nobody wants to get hurt. (laughs) Well, that's, that's the idea, right? Right. And so you've been with Berkeley, and, and by the way, I apologize when when I write Berkeley, it's just so easy to write UC Berkeley. I know <laughs> it happens all the time. Don't worry. Yeah. Really, I knew it was Berkeley PD just because Jen Tate. Jen Tate kicked my ass. By the way, Jen Tate, also Diablo member, badass um, CrossFitter, um, helped put this together. Um, yeah, she, so. she just came in right before. Um, <laughs> yeah, to say she, we were we were chatting. And, uh, yeah, she was there for a while too. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. For a few years. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then the commute, everybody moves over there and then the, there's no way they can get over here with the commute. Mm-hmm. The, um, how long have you been an officer? So I went to the police Academy in 2004. Wow. So here, um, close to 20 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's 
feels like an accomplishment. Just to get to yeah. yeah. And you are a sergeant. I'm actually a lieutenant now. Oh, okay. I apologize. Oh, yeah. It's all right. right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, right. I'm a lieutenant now. Now I gotta go. Damn it! Now I gotta go edit that cover sheet for the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cross yeah, out. Take out the UC dude, Berkeley. I'm just, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm just gonna cross. It doesn't have UC Berkeley on the cover sheet. I'm sure it did at one point. It, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put a little, I'm just gonna exit out and write. Yeah, that, yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And and so you've worked your way up over the years. And how long did you do patrol duty? I've done, you know, I've done it off and on throughout my career. I started out doing it for a few years, three years or so before I went to our drug task force team. And then um, after that, I came back to patrol for a few years, was a field training officer, went into detectives, came back out as a sergeant and um, was uh, in, in patrol as a sergeant for a while. Um, got a chance to be on the SWAT team for a number of years. That was, wow. that was a one of the reasons, you know, why CrossFit was so helpful to me was being mm-hmm. on the SWAT team and having to do, you know, some of the physical requirements and tests that we had to do for that. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, some other assignments throughout my career and worked on patrol as a lieutenant for three years before coming into where I'm at now, which is our hiring and training t- uh, division as a lieutenant. So I've gotten to do a lot of cool things over the years. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there a shortage of officers now? <laughs> uh yes there is everywhere everywhere right everywhere every, the whole, around the whole country um, yeah. um bay area is definitely struggling and we're in that category so um what are just kind of cutting a little bit to the chase um is the shortage do you think the shortage is um the number of applicants or is it the number of qualified applicants and leading into maybe the physical qualifications? I think it's just the shortage of shortage of applicants overall. In general. Yeah. I mean, just to give you some perspective, when I applied in 2004, there was like close to like a thousand people that came for the test, like 800. And now we get like 20. If, wow. if that, Seriously? Anyway, so what was oh, yeah. so, so what year Holy was that? Was it was the big number? I applied in 2003. So it was like post 9/11 and mm. you know um, a lot of people were wanting to be in law enforcement and uh in in public service and that was I was in that category and uh you know looking to make a difference in the community and that was a great job to 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 jump into and um yeah now we're just we're we're praying that we get, you know, 20 people even show up to a test and, uh, and, and apply and, and consider this as a career. Cause it is a great career. I'll mm-hmm. still stick oh, with that. Incredible career. So, yeah. so Diablo, we have a, we have a lot of officers here mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they've, they've made great careers that guys now that are in their early fifties that are retiring mm-hmm. and retiring with pension benefits mm-hmm. set and, up. Yes, yeah, set up. Yeah, but not only this. Get this, and this annoys me a little. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put that out there. Not only that, these guys okay, because they CrossFit, right? So they're in yeah. good shape. Like I think Johnny Lou and Jared, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And Jared's starting to beat me on workouts, which pisses me off too. <laughs> and then, and not only that, then now they got the opportunity for second careers. Like yeah. they're young enough to where they can go do a second career. Yeah, 
Yeah, Johnny started yeah, the whole never, company, never right? mind, never mind that I did the same thing when I was in investment business. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> these cops get to do that too, which is uh, which is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so you you know you've 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 given a, a the 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 best part of your life service to the community. And then now after it, you get to be a little bit selfish at the, on the backside. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, hopefully you still have some good years, right? You know, you're taking yeah. care of yourself and yeah. you're, you're putting your, your health and your wellness in the, in the forefront of, uh, you know, which is what we're trying to do at Berkeley is make sure that's a, a huge priority for people. So that that, when they has, that, has that gotten better? Because the, the conventional wisdom used to be that, you know, when cops quit or retired, they're, you know, they were dead within a few years. Stress, obviously, and all of those things, but their health was terrible um, because of the, the, the job and the stress of the job and, and, and causing all kinds of related factors. But is that, are they, do you see um, cops retiring in better shape than they used to? Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say so. Yeah. Um, we, we do put a, a real emphasis on, on wellness and people taking care of themselves. And that's not just at Berkeley. I, that's in policing in general. Mm-hmm. Good. What you're talking about right? people retiring and then not making it, you know, that many more years after they have heart disease, they have cancer, they have whatever. Um, and so we're trying to make sure that that is a focus of um, their day to day, you know, at Berkeley right now, you know, we, we have access to physical therapy. We have access to um, personal trainer, we have, you are allowed to take a one hour um, workout instead of lunch every single day. Um, Ooh, paid, really? A paid one hour workout every day. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a facility That's for awesome. that? awesome. Yeah, we have a facility and you're actually allowed to work out anywhere in the city of Berkeley. So you can actually go, if you want to go run for 45 minutes, um, you have to be able to respond to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's been like that since I started. It's incredible. That's, that's a lifestyle. That is, yeah, that's, it really like, is though. Right? right? I mean, to to be in the community and being able to, you know, kind right. of continue to a set an example, but right. also live a cool lifestyle. Right. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Um, well, that's good because then, and then at the end of the day, right? So then you get you get healthier cops out there, and you know, a physically healthier cop, I think, is probably a mentally healthier cop. I, I you know, we see that here at Diablo, and that, that was. One of the big things with the pandemic yeah. is people said that this Diablo saved their mental health, not their, not just their physical health. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic! And and so now you guys are recruiting. You're spending time having to recruit. Where do you? I I know we have a relationship that you know, in as an effort to, um, and you know, as Jen put to try and encourage people through CrossFit to to apply for the role, but where, where else do you go to find young candidates for, and by young, I, I don't know what kind of, what age groups are you guys looking for when you, when you hire? All of them. Uh, you can, the wow. earliest you can, uh, you, the earliest you can be uh, hired is, is 21. Uh-huh. Um, What's the latest? There is no, there is no, there's no cap. Wow. Um, I think the only agency that I'm aware of that did at one point, I'm not sure if they still do a CHP, um, but no, there's no, there's no age cap. Um, That's cool too. That's cool too. Like if you're, if you're coming out of the investment world, you're coming out of, you know, service, the different service industry, Mm -hmm. maybe a teacher or something like that. Military. Military. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you want to step into something that, 
you know, that gives back to your community and helps, mm-hmm. you know, helps change lives and for the better. Right. Um, is yeah why not we i want to talk about the i want to talk about this incentive sheet by the way i got this flyer because this is remarkable but we'll 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 get into that in a minute i just i kind of want to get a picture of what we're talking about here yeah when when you think about is it the the decline in number of applicants is this something that happened prior to uh 2020 was starting was it starting before 2020 or was like 2020 like the catalyst for just a massive fall off of of no, uh, was, applicants no it was happening before that no it really? was yeah so yeah. it's been a, somewhat of a steadily decline then yeah and what and why if why do you think that is what why I, don't why don't people want to go into police work like they think- used to I think there's a few reasons. Um, I think some of the, even prior to 2020 and, you know, George Floyd and some of the things that happened um, with, with law enforcement, um, there's a negative public perception that people see and they don't, I think that, that that's not something that uh, makes them feel great about coming into law enforcement. Um, I think you have a lot, you have less legacy kids, meaning like kids whose parents did, did policing. Mm -hmm. I think that's, they're less, Oh yeah, that was a big deal. That that's always like on the East Coast. That's uh, you know, in the in some of the East Coast cities, New York and Chicago and elsewhere, it's legacy, like like family, generations, generational. Yeah, I think you see less of that now. Um, and we we do have some family families that do it, and we have some some kids whose parents have done it, but not as much as I think you may have seen, you know, Mm -hmm. 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, it's hard. The job is hard. Uh, Um. You know, it's a grind and you have to want to like enjoy the grind of it and yeah. the challenge. And um, I think some people, um, it's not for them. So they, they find something else. And um, I think those are, I think the, and, and the private sector does offer some, some things we can't offer. Um, you know, you're not going to get any major bonuses. You're not going to, mm. you know, you're not going to have the cafeteria in your office, you know, in your <laughs> building or whatever. Ping, ping but, pong and. Right. Yeah, we we have some cool stuff. Don't get me wrong, but we. Oh, I've heard. Oh, I've heard. I talked to. I talked to. Out on duty, but you know, so there's just some things we just won't be able to provide as a government agency. But um, but uh, we still are managing to find some really great people, though. Kind of like diamonds in the rough that we're able Mm -hmm. to find, and they're the right people coming into this job for the right reasons. Um, But it's certainly a challenge. uh, My my take on all of it. Is well, well. First of all, someone said to me, "Who so who said this to us the other uh, that there's oh, it was out when we were out at the CrossFit Games, because we were talking about you know CrossFit's got you know its fair share of haters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know for the CrossFit Games or whatever else, you know they just they, there's people want to be angry about something. And you he, mean the thousand angry voices? Yes. And so in our in our friend at uh, Sherpa Works, he does uh, shirts and OG stuff. Um, he said he said to us. There's, there's always, and it doesn't matter what it, it could is. be a good thing too, because right. he goes, there's a lot of yeah. people that care essentially. Yeah. He says, there's a, there's always a thousand angry voices. And, and I, and it made me reflect on it as in, and I look on whether it's CrossFit, whether it's police work, whether it's anything else, it's absolutely true. Like there is always a, a thousand angry voices. And, and I think it's, it, there are periods of time when those thousand angry voices will have an audience. And then something a lot of times it'll fade in the background and police and becoming a police officer and, and the career of a 
you know, of having a career of a, being a police officer, had a thousand angry voices for a couple of years. Yeah. And the media directed a ton of attention towards those voices yeah. and gave them a lot of airtime. It's kind of like a miss on perspective. Yeah. And so they get, they get a, they get a, they get the, and what they see is just very small, a, a small amount of um, incidents that get amplified and then become representative of the entire uh, field. And that's really unfortunate because I, every, well, every cop I know that comes in here and every cop that I've known in my, in my lifetime, is just, again, and, and granted, I hang around a lot of CrossFitters. They're, they're just really freaking good people, really yeah. cool people who yeah. want to give back. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's cool that you create that environment there because I, I think that's like, and and now I can see why CrossFitters would be great because like you know just well, obviously CrossFitters would be great with it being such a physically demanding yeah it can be a physically demanding being prepared for the unknown right right yeah. let me talk to it real quick let me just a uh, little bit of a sales pitch if any, if you need a representative that's gonna help you sell being a police officer make sure that that they tell them to follow Freddie Camacho yes oh right. yeah. You, Freddy, it, Mel, knows, Mel knows Freddie from. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, um, CrossFit. Yeah, cr- one G- world, GFY, CrossFit, one world, and then GFY owned GFY. his own with, with China Cho. But what's great is he had a long career, um, with Union City Police Department, yeah. and then retired from there, right, full retirement, and he was recruited. Which because um, anybody that's had a career in law enforcement, when you're done with that law enforcement, you're a desirable entity. So you could go start your own business, start your own CrossFit mm-hmm. gym, but chances are um, there's going to be opportunities, you know, in the field of security or police work. Mm-hmm. And so for him, he went to work for Tesla. Right. Oh, that's right. He was head of security at the Tesla uh, right. plant there in Fremont. And what's cool about that is, you know, he got great pay, great benefits. Yeah. He, options. He said stuff. it was an awesome job. Driving yeah. around in a golf cart, like, because <laughs> compare. <laughs> And Mel knows this comparatively, and I'm not knocking the job as a security guard, but comparatively, it just was not as demanding, right? You're not, you're not tackling criminals, climbing over fences. You know, you're really just making people. And he, um, he worked there for about two years, maybe three years, but we got stock options there enough. So it gave him the opportunity to buy a condominium in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Where now he's retired and then collects an income and works on a freaking sailboat <laughs> doing charters. Like this guy's, yeah. he put in the work. Yes. Right. He did. But it, again, it's one how of those, long, How long was he? No, but it annoys was me. he in the department? Like he's, he's there. His, his girlfriend's beautiful or his wife's yeah. beautiful yeah. and exercise works out. He's a top athlete, CrossFit athlete. He's on sailboats. They got a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's all because he spent that career that, yeah. that he did his 20 years. Okay. So he was okay. Yeah, with the union city police department. Wow. Just absolutely. And that's not uncommon. Yeah. Cause I got a couple of people here too. I'm going to reference. Um, Johnny Lou is the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie Lee knows Johnny Lou. Do you know Johnny Lou? He was a uh, Fremont. Um, I, think, I think maybe he was there when I like when I towards the last like year or so I was there. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So, he so, came around during the the grid league. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When we were doing grid league. He came and he helped us and volunteered. Quite used a bit. to train. Used to train at was it Pleasanton CrossFit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah CrossFit Pleasanton. 
and he um he left the the police department there um he was i think he was the i think he was captain there in fremont when he the in his last yeah, two years i think so too he was running the department and then he left and now he works it's great he works he and his buddy started a company or his his buddy mm-hmm. actually offered him to come work for him um internationally and they basically put together contracts for these for governments and for companies internationally that purchase security equipment and so he travels around the, around the globe and he does these massive contracts like selling batons to thailand for example because mm-hmm. in thailand they still let the police officers use batons frequently mm-hmm. So he needed special batons. So he sold them a lot of batons. And and it and it's and it's it's been a great experience for him. Here's a guy that you know worked in Fremont, you know, and and was a beat cop, worked his way up, became captain, and now and he's got an income and pension that comes from that. And then he he's basically kind of like a consultant now, and he plays golf probably three days a week. Crossfits all the time. Crossfit. He's in here all the time, yeah. and then he travels around the travels around the world. And, it, and he's a fan. and here's the other thing he does, Mel. I'm sorry, this podcast is supposed to be about you, and I'm doing all the talking. <laughs> well, this is actually good because I'm this is I'm planning my retirement right now. Like, so. you're, you're, you're giving your ideas. Do you have an, a, note, a notebook that you're taking? No, you some guys, this points? is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. So he um and so then he here's what the other thing he does is he offers himself as a consultant to young adults who are trying to get into the police force. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So he, he, and he does this for free and he's done it for a number of our, of our members oh, wow. um, who are trying to apply and he tells them how to go about the application process, what they need to do for that's the right. physical side yeah. of it, all of that stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And that's his, that's his kind of, that's his give back. He's just, again, it's, it's like, man, I look, I'm like, damn. Yeah. This guy did it right. It's a good gig, man. It's a, this is a good gig. It is. And I, and I think about myself cause I come out of the corporate world in the investment side and I grinded in the investment side. And I did well for myself, well enough for myself to, you know, I was able to kind of put an investment into Diablo and then then eventually retire a little bit early from the investment world to come run Diablo. But so has every police officer in yeah. this gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in this gym that, yeah. that does their 20 years. And as it should be, to be honest with you. Yeah, and so, it's, it's exciting work still, you know, like it's yeah. fun. It's, you get to interact with people, be outside. I mean, I sit at a desk now, but <laughs> but uh, most of my career was spent in, in the car outside and it's been great. Um, I'm not done yet, so. You know, you know Kim Hillen here at the gym? I do. Amazing athlete. She's yeah. 50 years old now and her husband Mel is, her husband Mel is San Francisco PD and he's, he's close to retirement. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. laments every time she, I said, where's Mel this week? Cause they'll come and they'll work out on the weekends and we'll work out. My wife and I work out with them in a master's class and like, where's Mel? Well, and she, and she just rolls her eyes. He's work. He's working this weekend. And he goes, he's a, it was great. He's got a great job. Cause he, he, he's in San Francisco PD and he rides, they ride the motorcycles, mm-hmm. but you know, the, like the dirt bike ones, the enduro ones, uh, the ones that can get around everywhere. Yeah. That's which is awesome. like to me, kind of a bro that sounds super fun yes it sounds really fun and they and he she says oh yeah they do cookouts you know when they're when they're like they, they, they'll smoke meats and stuff and do all kinds of great stuff and she just she always really she's like oh you know mel's going to work and so she's and she's like there's a little bit of envy and jealousy yeah. there right because yeah. he's going to work to hang out with his buddies yeah. yeah he does police work and he does and, he, and believe me it's stressful and hard and and uh, she's looking forward to his retirement for a couple of reasons but um it's it's 
there's a, I think a camaraderie and I don't know you, uh, I may be putting words in your mouth or, but the, I, I think there's a camaraderie there. There's probably a little bit along the lines of what people get here at a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. A community base, right? Yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So many parallels. Yeah. The, the teamwork, camaraderie, the, uh, the, you know, I was thinking about this actually before we got on, like, why is, why is there that connection between law enforcement and, and CrossFit? Right. And it's, you know, the physical fitness side of it totally applies to law enforcement, the mental toughness that you need to have to get through hard workouts, to get, you know, to keep pushing yourself is the same, same in policing, um, the teamwork and camaraderie, like I said, um, the, the discipline and commitment it takes in this career. Um, those are all the same things that you need to get through a workout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mental, emotional resilience, all those things totally yeah. apply in super fun. I yeah. still enjoy it. Do you, um, when you look for people that are coming in, are you looking for that? You know, I've, I've had to do uh, references for people that you, mm-hmm. cause I get calls mm-hmm. from people yeah. that are going to be cops. And are, are they, are you looking for a certain type of per- personality? Um, is there, it, 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 actually just paint a picture for us as someone that would be a good candidate for, for, for the job of, you know, coming in and being a new officer. Sure. Honestly, the the biggest thing, Craig, is is that you have to be a good human being. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to I like that. have integrity and and be be able to be honest and truthful, even when you know your back's against the wall. You have to be able to tell the truth, and that's the biggest thing we tell people from the very beginning. Um, but outside of that, that's the number one thing. But um, we need we need people that can connect with human other human beings. You have to be able to have good communication skills, be able to be mentally, uh, emotionally resilient, um, and, uh, you know, have that mental toughness. Um, and honestly, there's some other very practical things like being able to write really well. We have a mm-hmm. lot of police reports. Those are, you know, the, yeah. obviously uh, physical fitness is a huge piece of it. Um, you have to get through a physical fitness test in order to get through the initial application process. And then um, obviously in the police academy, it's a huge physical challenge among other things. Uh, those are some of the the big things I can think of right now. All right. So if people are listening and they, they heard all of those things, right? That, mm-hmm. the, the, for, by the way, those are very similar things mm-hmm. we look for in coaches. Oh, for sure. Yeah. With the exception, yeah. Of, the, with the exception of the writing stuff. So I'll, I'll tell people that... <laughs> <laughs> my writing on the whiteboard what are you talking about so i'll tell people that are that are like instantly like oh crap i can't write well uh, that's okay because chat gpt can write all of your police reports for you can it really yeah can, can probably it probably can i don't know if people are doing that but they probably are these youngsters are pretty slick, so. <laughs> i interrupted an armed robbery chat gpt can you write a report that is- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it probably could, damn it. But, oh, I'm uh, sure. I'm no, sure. and I would actually do that. I, I'm, I laugh about that, but it's one of those skills that I'm really trying to impart on my daughter because writing skills yeah. um, have helped me at every point in my career and even in my CrossFit career, just being able to write. Mm-hmm. And it's and the beauty of it is if you didn't learn to do it in high school and you skipped out on all the essays like my daughter did. 100%. <laughs> You can, there are tons of programs online where you can learn to do that. 
So, and you, there's always spell check everywhere you go. There's puzzle. Don't worry about spelling. Just yeah. learn how to put words together and, and build a fairly decent vocabulary. So you sound like, you know what you're talking about. Tell a story. Yeah. You can, you can get, if you don't have that skill, you can learn that quickly. Yeah. And then before you apply, um, the, you guys start out just looking at this. Um, the police officer and Academy grad, it looks like the police, you guys pay when they're in the academy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that was um, for, for myself, even back in the early 2000s. Yeah, they will hire you and we put you through the academy. And most departments do that now. Um, so you're getting paid as you're getting paid as an employee. As soon as you start and, the and academy. Yeah, they're paying wow. about, about $7,500 a month and educating you. And, it, and I'll tell you this, like, so you're the the education that you're going to get in that academy is will stay with you the rest of your life and probably as much or more so than a college degree where I just kind of winged it. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, I was paying, you know, back when I went to school, I, I was paying and my parents, fortunately for me, were paying, you know, like I think it was $5,000 a semester, four to $5,000 a oh, semester. What? Yeah. <laughs> And, and now they're not only they're, they're going to pay you, pay you 7,500 bucks and give you the education and yeah. give you the physical training and give me all this stuff. Like this is I, I, I really, we, we, let's not even talk to the kids, right? Let's not talk to the 20 to 30 year olds. Let's talk to the parents right now who are 50 to 65 right now who have those kids living in their basements. Yeah. The, right now, drag that kid by the ear and, and hold this, flyer in front of them this is unbelievable when yeah. i saw this i because i'm looking at it too it's, it's seriously actually jen, very impressive. jen sent these to me and uh and i thought oh you know here we go I'm another flyer i'm gonna put this flyer out into my lobby and you know we'll see what this gets and I, then i start reading i'm like holy crap <laughs> yeah the the it's top stacked yeah there's there, there's benefits there's pay, the, when you start these guys, these anybody that does this is is instantly making. I shouldn't do this, but my if my coaches are listening to this, by the way, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> Talk to me first, please. <laughs> Give me ample advance notice <laughs> because it's really remarkable. These are these are dental um, retirement plan, and then uh, longevity pay, and then life insurance. All of these things are are. Paid on duty workouts. Our benefits packages are really, really good. In the city yes. of Berkeley, yes, they, 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 they done some really good things for us, and they know it's a hard job. They know it's a challenge. They know it's hard to find good people, and so we're trying to put together the best total package we can. And um, and I think that that's what that speaks to is their recognition that we need good people and that um, we do a really hard job every day. Mm -hmm. This is in Berkeley, by the way, you guys. So really all you're doing is shaking down people for pot and and, and long hair. No. <laughs> no. 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 Don't tell people that, Greg. That's not true. It's <laughs> false uh, advertisement. First of all, no, you know, the, the enforcement for marijuana is uh, it's not illegal anymore. Well, you don't even yeah. have to do that. You can smoke on the job. You can smoke pot with them. <laughs> it's part of the community bonding. This is that oh, part where, like, I have certain things I have to, you know, I can or can't say. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Berkeley. Jen right now is in the back going, oh, crap. Why did I have Greg? 
uh, we, uh, we have, we actually do have our challenges. We do, we have, uh, we do actually have, you know, a big, um, a drug problem in Berkeley. That's not a surprise. A lot of communities do. Um, That's the Bay area right now though. Uh, right. Yeah. Unhoused population is really yeah. big and, um, yeah. you know, fentanyl is a huge problem. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're dealing with a lot of the same community, uh, challenges in our community, just like uh, a lot, a lot of other cities in the Bay area. So it's tough. Are you guys- are you guys working with any kind of like youth programs or anything like that? Uh, we you work with as far as uh, part of like community building and whatnot. Yeah, we do. Um, we, we actually have a great program with Berkeley High School. Cool. Um, they they do a a really cool class um, with kids that are interested in um, in in law enforcement or in working in the civil service, mm-hmm. and uh, we go and speak to them and, and work with them. Um, throughout the year and there's some other um, programs that we do work with uh, city of Berkeley community groups that we work with throughout the year um, I wish we did more quite honestly um, but just like every department we're challenged we don't have enough people right yeah. so everyone's spread mm-hmm. more you know thin doing doing more with less yeah doing less with more excuse me less with yeah more. yeah that's the uh, you know that that is the challenge I'm sure of being short-staffed is then being part being the, the part of the community engagement yeah. like that's that's got to be moved further down the 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 priority list in it terms, does, it, in terms it does. Of time. i mean because the, the priority stuff is the important stuff exactly oh not that that's not important i mean keeping the, everybody yeah. safe is, the, is the, on top yeah, of priority yeah, the yeah. safer the safety public, aspect public safety comes number one and yeah. um and then you know everything else kind of falls in there and you know, we used to have, do you guys remember we, a lot of cities had the Pali Police Activities League and you'd have, you'd play oh, yeah. remember that? stuff like that. And uh, that's kind of gone by the wayside in a lot of communities, unfortunately. Yeah, remember Pal? I remember that going up the PAL football. Yeah. 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 Um, What about the, what about the physical test to get in? What's that like? So the physical test is um, essentially a, a few different stations of, of exercises and it's all, um, it's all designed by the state. So there's certain minimum standards that you have to meet in order to, to get hired and then go to the police academy. And so essentially what it is, and if folks are interested, they can look online and find the test. And um, we also put on the test for people. So if they're interested, they can always reach out to me and I can um, talk them through it. But you have to be able to jump over a six foot wooden wall and a six foot chain link fence. You have to be able to do a, um, a drag of a of 165 pound um, dummy essentially, um, and be able to do that at 30 yards. There's a obstacle course um, where you sort of simulating a foot chase. You run through a set of cones. Um, you're cutting back and forth. You have to jump over a little sort of um, mock fence and then do a sprint. And you have to get into it in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you do a, a a sprint around the track one one lap like a 400 meter yeah okay yeah and then it's based on points so you have to as long as you do decent and all those you pass so i will tell anybody online that may listen to this or may come across this or if you have friends or parents you have kids and you're worried about them being able to do this you have them come here to diablo for i'll say 12 weeks guaranteed yeah we'll guarantee 12 weeks we'll get you through that course and pass in 12 weeks i'll guarantee it six oh, weeks we six weeks we can probably get them through it mm-hmm. but 12 weeks definitely 12 weeks of crossfit and you're going to get through it 
And then you, yeah. not, not only that, now you've gotten yourself in shape for everything else and then for continuous. Kind of, can, right. Like a building block and get your life yeah. set up. Right? Because all of those things you described, jumping over yeah. a six foot fence, you know, dragging a 165 pound dummy, those, all of those are things that we virtually, Jamie literally almost programs all of those things. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and we can, we can do, a, because um, I know Chad has worked with, Chad has worked with police recruits and getting yep. people through their tests. Yep. I have and too. He, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jamie Lee has. And I remember then, we had a uh, Concord SWAT in here. Yeah. Um, we did a whole, they, they were looking to do some kind of um, event where they were just wanted to get a whole day of training in, and mm -hmm. put them through, uh, I think four different partner team workouts yeah. where they had to kind of work together. And it was interesting to watch. It was, it was really cool to be a part of. So I say sure. that, yeah, I say that for Diablo, but I think that's true of any CrossFit gym. Yes. I was just going to say like, if you not throw, just limited. Yeah. Here. If you throw out the criteria to a CrossFit gym and say, Hey, I need to do this. Yeah. They're going to, a CrossFit coach will know what to do. 100%. I mean, CrossFit in it's, you know, what CrossFit is, is basically to prepare for, you know, law enforcement, firefighter, military, whatever it is, right? It's, it's intended to build you up for the fitness abilities that's going to be required for keeping you safe, other people safe, and healthy. Exactly. Yep. It, it is, um, this is, uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking about my daughter now in this because mm -hmm. this is, you're, you're, you're basically, as a police officer, and especially with all these benefits, one, you're able to take care of a family, have a family, mm -hmm. Um, eventually I think with this kind of income get to where you can buy someplace mm -hmm. and then you're going to be physically fit. You're going to be in an environment where you're going to be encouraged to be physically fit and take care of yourself. So you're going to have, so you're going to live longer. And granted there are stresses with the jobs, but I know that you guys do a good job of helping manage people through all of the, the mental and physical trauma that may be involved with being a police officer. You guys have, uh, we, 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 I know you've been doing that for years, but you've got basically like, this is a, this is a, this is like a cool life. Yeah. The whole thing. And I'd have my eyes on, I'd be, you know, okay, I'm going to sign up at say 28. I'm going to give it, what's the, what's the number of years you got to work to get full, full bends at, at the end of it? Well, it depends, you know, our, for me, I was fortunate enough to, to get into this job when I could uh, retire. I can retire at 50. Yeah. Now when you get hired, you have to work till 57. Okay. Retirement age, but to be honest with you, I don't. By the time these can't, these young kids get to that age, I actually think it'll come back down. That's my opinion. Uh, well, it, and I'll say, I'll say, look, if you're if you're staying fit and healthy, and you got to yeah. one, first of all, you're gonna fall in love with it. And if it, as soon as you don't have a purpose, that's when things go bad. Yeah. And and that's what and that happens to a lot of guys in retirement in any industry. When you get, they retire, they they just stop stone cold and they go, like, I'm gonna play golf. And I well, that's the concern. Got a retirement. Couple, dude, I have a couple right? people in my head. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything about because they might be listening to this podcast. But I know that they they don't have purpose. And then what happens is that's when you start gaining weight. That's when you start getting depressed. That's when you start like you got to have a purpose. But but I'm 60 now, and. And I think it, it, I'd like to think I'm exceptionally fit for my age. I've got, I feel like I've got, you know, 25 minimum, 25 years ahead of me, active years ahead of me. Like you, you, you 57, that's no big deal. Like that's awesome. And chances are you're probably going to end up wanting to work for until 60. Cause you're at the top, you know, you, you reach like Mel where now yeah. you're a lieutenant. It's like, well, shit, I'm retiring now. Now I can tell people what to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> you kind of like when you're the when you make it up to the boss position, you're like, yeah. "Ooh, I want to hang out Stay here a little longer." <laughs> yeah, but you and none of that. So when you retire, then you're retiring with less stress because you got you got an income or you got you know you got benefits, your family's taken Set care up. of. Well, chances are too. Then you got kids in college and you need the money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but you can. That's when you can do the second career. I was just gonna say, yeah, you're. Yeah, I mean, when I hit fifty, you're gonna, yeah, yeah. No, when I hit fifty, I'm gonna be able to do something else. You know. Yeah. We, and I would, I would encourage. What are you planning on doing? I don't know yet. I was just thinking <laughs> that I gotta figure out Plan B here. Uh, I've I have the solution, and I have the and so this is like open so, across the gym. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah, yes, open across the gym. But no, so for all those, so for all, if this could work out favorably for me. So if I lose coaches to be police officers, then what I'll do is I'll recruit them back when they're retired yeah. as coaches when they come out because they'll have purpose again. They'll be yeah. able to work. They got benefits, so I don't have to worry about benefits for them. <laughs> right, really smart. It's a full circle. <laughs> Yeah, I and I would love that. It's funny because I was talking to Mike Snow, who's with the yeah. city, working with yeah. works with the city of Concord. He's not a police officer, but and he just retired. And I said, Mike, have you thought about coaching? He's like, Oh, I can. I go, Yes, you could. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, you could, coach. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and again, I just I I scratch my head. I'm like. You guys, that's why you know we, we we'll get you on more. I gotta, I'm gonna get you more connections and stuff. We gotta get the word out because this is really incredible. The 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 job. Yeah, that, I don't think people realize the a the incentives, but no, then also when you step back and look at it from like a thirty thousand foot view, like the bigger picture, there's a lot involved here, right? And we have great job security, so yeah, yeah. you know it's it's very difficult to uh, to to be fired from this job, uh, you know, because that we need police officers. Yeah. So, you know, there are certain industries where you can just be, you know, let go for any reason, but right. not non-law enforcement. So definitely have very good job security, which sort of makes feel, people feel a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. when they have their family and their mortgage and all that stuff. Um, are you are you still okay on time? I want to talk a little bit more. I got a couple more. Absolutely. Um, what about self-defense training? Are you guys doing anything? Because I hear this a lot and Joe Rogan talks about it and jujitsu training um any any type of uh self-defense training that you guys require of your officers or how what do you guys do with that like on an ongoing basis so we do um the state requires that we do defensive tactics training every two years um and it's um honestly it's it's sort of the bare minimum um yeah i was gonna say two years yeah we have we have a lot of um, you know, staff that does their own training goes to, mm-hmm. we have a group that goes to the, the Gracie gym over here once a week and trains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is definitely I think the, the desire to make sure that they, they stay on top of their, their self-defense and make it a priority, but they, to be honest with you, it has to be something that sort of they drive, uh, because, uh, we, the state and doesn't, doesn't require it, I think quite enough um, for those people who are out there every single day, um, you really, it's like a, it's a, it's a, a skill, right? It's not, it's a skill that you need to work on constantly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something that, uh, yeah, you, I, I would, I would say, um, we, we, we allow people to train it, You can do that as part of your sports care. So it, that is a real positive. Um, so when people go and train at that gym, it's in Berkeley, just like I mentioned earlier, you can train mm-hmm. do your one hour on, on duty. And so they'll go down there and that's what they'll do for their workout for the day. So 
That's cool. Definitely support it. Yeah, I would. And I would just because of the not well, the exposure that my friends that are doing it. You remember Bryant uh, Pangolin from Saber Jiu Jitsu? Yeah. And he's a a former officer. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has a lot of officers to train with him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, my buddy Tim Dimmel, he's, you know, he's very big into it. And it is a phenomenal workout, but it also gives uh, like a, a certain amount of confidence with respect to being in close contact with mm-hmm. someone else in a violent situation. Um, but I, from what I know, I, I think it's, it's an awesome um, I think addition, it's addition to fitness. That, I think it's something that just has to be trained too. Like, well, sure. To, right. to, to, to not lose, like not to be desensitized in that environment. It's like, be able to be cognitively aware of you know what your surroundings are what the person's doing where you like any kind of weird positions being able to manage that it's transferable to your you know your private life as well you just exactly yeah need it right um so it's it gives you that confidence and belief that you know you can handle yourself if there's an emergency or something going down yeah Uh, you know it's funny i was talking to austin about this yes just yesterday because he he did a lot of mma fighting Mm -hmm. And he said that he, you know, he, we were talking about officers and he's, and he said, there's, you know, a lot of people come into law enforcement when they first come into law enforcement, they've never been in a physical fight. Yeah. And then I started thinking about, huh, when have I been in a physical fight? And I, you know, I could probably one I did a smoker in college and that really was the only time I've had altercations, you know, the pushing, shoving, you know, someone takes a swing kind of stuff at a, you know, drunken party, <laughs> I've never been in a fight fight, like a, you know, real, like brawl yeah and then in those types of situations can be would be incredibly scary for me i remember in the smoker i got punched in the neck and i had never thought that punching someone in the neck was a thing what's a smoker um it's a college smoker it's a boxing match it's a three-round boxing match okay you know, three, three, one minute rounds. And it's just, you're just basically, video of that? <laughs> you're, you're, you are seriously, you know, cause they didn't video back in my day. <laughs> Thanks for dating me. Thanks for dating me though. They, but it, it, you just, they basically throw untrained college students. Oh, yeah. I, they don't do it as much anymore. The college campus with, we had gloves yeah, on, yeah, yeah. You smoker, but I remember getting punched in the throat and just, It's very stunning, and I would tell yeah. people. Okay, okay, we we're back. That um, was weird. If you've ever been, if you've, ever, if you're, if you're in an altercation with someone and you can get a good punch in the throat, it works. Because <laughs> I was literally just wide eyed, and then I, and what's going through my head was one, I couldn't catch, I couldn't catch air, and then I was thinking, was that fair? Was that fair? <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. Welcome <laughs> to a physical altercation. <laughs> oh my god, it may not be fair. Yeah. Do you not always a judge? Do you guys have? And he talked about. Uh, it, um, Austin talked about something called the Red Man. And, and it's the, hey. yeah. it's a thing. What okay. is that? So when yeah. you're in the academy and I was going to tell, I was going to say this too, when you're in the academy, even if you've never been in a fight in your life, you want to be a police officer, we'll, we'll get you ready. Like that's what the academy's for. You're going to get your butt kicked all the whole time you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all to prepare you for the street. But the red man is basically someone dresses up in this like full this suit where they're not going to get hurt no matter what they're And it's, it's all red for some reason. I'm not sure why. And you get basically a bit pepper spray dumped on your face and your eyes. You can't see anything and you have to fight with this red man. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta basically save your butt and, um, try to get through not being able to see, not being able to breathe that well. And 
and they're fighting you and it's supposed to, you know, mimic a real life situation mm-hmm. uh, fighting for your fighting for your life, so to speak. But knowing that, you know, the real deal is a little bit, a little bit different, but yeah, I mean, that's an experience. Fun. That's an experience that you want to go through though, before yeah, sure. being in the real world sure. situation. Like that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah that's important. Absolutely. Um, Again, there's like, so, okay. So for me, um, you know, but I'm, I've always been kind of a physical athletic. I'm thinking what a just great career. Like you get to learn how to, you get to learn how to fight too. <laughs> that's like a bonus. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, that's awesome. We had a, um, I'll tell you this with, um, the quick story. We had a, a FedEx driver come in here. Um, and they, they drop off packages and she was lugging in the fit aid, the case of fit aid. And she, she always lugs them on her shoulder and yeah. sets them down. And I always ask these guys, Hey, you, if I'm up front and I see it coming, you guys want to walk for water or coffee? And they always turn me down. And this girl, Myra said, said to me, um, Oh yeah, sure. I'll have a, I'll have a coffee. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So I got her coffee and she put it on the desk and I gave her cream for coffee and we started talking and I said, well, you know, I go, you're amazing. I go, FedEx should be proud of you because you're carrying that stuff. I go, you're made for the job. She goes, yeah, but I'd really like to be a police officer. Really? Like, I I know. <laughs> I, I know just the person. And, and Kim, will, and Kim will tell you. She'll, she will tell you. I ran out of that front room. I go, let me hold on a second. Because the FedEx guys are always in a hurry. Yeah. And I got the flyer and I brought her the flyer. And she's looking at it and she lives in over in the valley. Um, not quite all Stockton. I don't want to say, uh, what's before Stockton. Anyway, one of those flat that way, one of the, flat, going, going one, one of those area. flat, hot towns over there. Mm-hmm. And she commutes in to, to do her FedEx job, but she has two kids and she goes, yeah. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. She's Vallejo. And, mm-hmm. and I know that's not near Stockton. I'm sorry. That's the opposite sorry. Direction, everybody. Dude. I just offended in, <laughs> in everyone. But anyway, she said, she, she said, uh, she goes, I've, I, she goes, I'm intimidated by the, the physical test. I talked to her about that. And I said, well, I said, Kim's husband is a cop. And right then he walked in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel, uh, his name's Mel. He came in, mm-hmm. sat down and he goes, Hey, just, uh, come over to San Francisco and start here. And then you can go wherever you want. Mm-hmm. I had already given her your flyer, by the way, first. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, she goes, this is awesome. She goes, I, 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 you know, here's why I want to do it. And, and then, and, and she goes, and, and I'm bilingual. And I said, Oh my God, even that's better. Even better like, yeah. and I, like that's in they And, and, and Mel said that as well. Um, he goes, that's even better. So the next thing she, as we're saying, they're talking, Jared walks in. <laughs> right. So now we got, we have two cops in the lobby with her. This is the only two, two people and me and Kim. And I go, Hey, here's another company. He goes, yeah, he goes apply. Cause Jared's retired too. And literally as she does that, Johnny Lou walks in. So Shut no, no, no. But believe me, the story gets better. So, <laughs> Johnny Lou walks in. I go, oh my God. I go, here's the guy you want to talk to because he can help with applications. Yeah, he goes, yeah, 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 do it for free. He goes, give me your contact information. Like a one-stop shop. Super confirmation information. And her eyes, by the way, by now are just like, this can't even be. All she did was state her dream. <laughs> and Johnny Lou's like, there, I'll help you apply. And Mel's like, come to, to yeah. San Francisco first. And then, and she goes, well, she goes, the one place I did, I filled out an application was to be a sheriff. She goes, I thought it'd be really cool to be a sheriff first in the, in the, in the jail cells. As she, I swear to God, those it was almost and like Sean you know, walks in. Sean Raphael walked through those doors, and Kim, Kim Hillen will verify this story. I'm having a hard time believing this. I right know. Now. No, I swear to God, Kim will verify the story. She was there. She saw the whole thing go down, and I looked at Kim, and I'm like, "Can you believe this?" Sean walks in, and I said to Maya, I "Go, well, there's your sheriff right there." <laughs> 
and he exchanged contact information with her. Wow. And she's excited. She's pumped. And, I, and she said that the, and I'm going to, you know, I'm not, no offense because I know FedEx, great job, but she said she didn't have benefits. Mm. You know, it, it, she said the pay was good, but, you know, she didn't, she didn't have, you know, health insurance. And so that's tough. You got a mom that's, you know, single mom of two and, and, you know, trying to make a way and, you know, she's got to pay for childcare and everything else. And she was amazing. She was an amazing person. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to connect her with you guys too. Yeah. I, I keep the flyer, but I'm going to connect double connect. Yeah. Follow up. We need. Yeah. She's need. like, she'd be perfect. She's, yeah. she's a go getter. Yep. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, that all that dude, just works. Only, only four people walked in that lobby the entire time she was there. Only four people, all four were cops. That's crazy. Absolutely yeah. retired cops. Cool story. Yeah. Well, it was 10 a.m. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that is a good. I got one. my little dig in. <laughs> <laughs> they, and what? The, let me ask you that is uh, because I know firefighters. Everybody loves that they, they go be firefighters because they do the three on one off thing. Mm. How, how do your guys' schedules work? Yeah, we work uh, four tens. So uh, we. Yeah. That's what I work now is I work a 410 schedule. So it's awesome. I get three days off every week. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. we Same thing for patrol. We have a, a team that works 410s. And then there's uh, also a, a Saturday, excuse me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday crew that works 12 and a half hours. And they get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Wow. So some of them like that um, for their own, for their family life. They like to be home with their kids. Sure. It works out better for them and their partners. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I really like for, for me personally, I like the four tens. I like having three days off every week. It's great. Yeah, I, um, again, remember now I want you to go back people go well, four, 10 hour shifts. Yeah. 10 hour shifts that includes a lunch break and, and a workout break. Th those both together, right? No, you, your, your lunch break technically is if you're going to oh, do your workout, you know, right. that's in lieu of your, uh, but if you're on patrol, you know, you're, you know, you Snack maybe, stuff, yeah. maybe yeah. there's a day that's really busy. Okay, fine. And then there's another day where you, you know, right. you work out, but you have time to go get some food. You get yeah, and you got a gym. Coffee. You got a gym. Yeah, you got a gym that you can work out in right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's awesome. as good as it gets. It's not, you know, it's hard work. I'm, I'm sure it's hard work and it's stressful work. And look, yeah. you're in the line of it's fire. It's you guys are no question. Too. You guys have very important work. You're in the line of fire. I mean, when you think about doing some kind of a career, that's going to yeah. be fulfilling and, and, and whatnot. Right. Like, it sounds yeah. like it's you're, But you're not, you're not shoveling coal a thousand feet underground. Yeah. No. So. And it freaking set yourself up for life. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't know if I've helped you. I don't know if I've helped or hurt you guys with this podcast. <laughs> you've, been, you've been awesome. As always. You've always been a great supporter of, of policing. So I appreciate that. Man, I love it. And I, and I, I think it's an amazing career and it's yes. a, it, it puts kids, it, it's just like it, college is great, but I can tell you what, this is way more functional mm -hmm. and, and, versus right. getting put into debt yeah you if actually it, get paid for it yeah right? I, I, I i i think i can honestly say that that if this was dropped in front of me yeah um right when i finished my four years of school i would not have gone to grad school i would have done this mm -hmm. i would have looked at this and said no brainer mm -hmm. and, and especially if you've got a little bit of uh eagerness and a desire to get ahead like if you want to work your way up you know then that type of thing because that was me i was like oh okay i want to work in sales i don't work Climb in sales management i want you know because that's that's a that's a normal trait that people have this gives you that too mm -hmm. i'm like a mel sitting here as yeah. a you know lieutenant now on the force after as many years well and like the thing i tell people is i've got to do so many different things like right now i'm in an admin administration yes. administrative job i'm kind of doing hr type work but i've I've been a detective. I've been on the SWAT team. I've been a training officer. I've been an instructor. 
Um, I've also, I'm also our LGBTQ liaison. So I get to do some cool stuff there. Like I've gotten to do so many different things in my 20 years. I've never once been bored, not one single time. And I, you know, like where else can I, can I say like every few years I've gotten to do something different and be challenged in a different, totally different way. It's, yes, it's so it, awesome. I have, I no question had ADD in my career, career ADD. Like I always, every couple of years I wanted to do something different and I stayed with the companies usually that I was in, but I just did different jobs for yeah. them. But I had to, uh, it, it was, up, it was mostly up to me to kind of find those roles or to, to kind of troll our, you know, HR board to see what kind of jobs were available that were within the company that I could maybe apply for or try to. Whereas I think it's going to be easier within a police department. Like, I mean, look at, yeah, she, you went, you went from SWAT to training, to recruiting, to like every, like you're never bored. Right. No. And I, I'm, I think I got the same thing as you, that career ADHD or whatever. Cause yeah. three fears I'm like, okay, I'm ready to try something new and different. And it's like a huge challenge. And pushes you outside your comfort zone just like you know we talk about crossfit it's the same it's all the same that's badass yeah it really is, it is yeah okay well we gone an hour right, right um, on yeah and i did i was like i thought we were gonna go like 45 minutes when we went an hour we always do we always go a little long <laughs> yeah his target's 45 minutes but it, we never hit it <laughs> <laughs> i do remember um Super awesome to have you on. I, yeah. I love it. And I want to, I want to do more to, to send people your way when, and if I can, because if, if people are true, I, I don't, I obviously I'm in the camp that doesn't believe that believes that people don't need to be as, as concerned as they are about police in this country. But if you want to influence change, the only way you can influence change is to do it yourself. Yep. And the best way would be for you to get involved or to help bring your friends and family into the, into the services to, to help influence that change. What the, what the best way to do it? Yeah. Be that advocate instead of just shouting into the void on mm -hmm. Twitter. Yeah. Um, 100%. I couldn't have said it better, Craig. So cool. Um, well, we'll look forward to doing more with you. Um, what we should do, we'll have you on again and kind of yeah. get an update and talk more. Smack. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, I think really. we're gonna be over at your guys' gym next for Veterans Day, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for ch the Chad workout. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. I might be nice to go by. All right, that would be yeah. fantastic. Now to see you. see you guys. Yeah. That'd be that'd be great. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome, well, guys. Thank you for being on. Yeah. All right. Great session. All right, absolutely. Take care. See you guys. Bye. Stand by.